Hi, and welcome to the Sydney Coach Replay Show. I'm your host, Corey Camp, and this week we have Melody Diener, one of Sydney's elite team of virtual coaches. In addition to coaching for Sydney, Melody is a nationally certified fifth grade teacher loves to talk about education. Welcome, Melody. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to talking with you about this. You have a great topic this week. Yeah, we really do. And again, it's it's another great one. I know we've had you talk a little bit about classroom management with us. And so this is a really great topic, especially for this time of year, really any time in the year as we are beginning work with new individuals as coaches. This topic on coaching teachers and supporting psychological safety in that relationship is is really important. So I'm going to take a minute to just define this term of psychological safety for our audience. Psychological safety is the sense of or feeling of, of trust that we have in specific places um, like the teacher workroom or classroom or home or around specific people, the people who fill those rooms. So I might have, feel safe and trusting in a particular area, but when a stranger walks in, I, they might change a little bit of what my psychological safety is. And um, what that does for us, this belief of feeling safe, that I can fully express my feelings or thoughts and who I am, be vulnerable without having to worry about being made fun of or Hired in the workplace scenario in the workplace. So it's really important because when psychological safety does not exist, we end up putting up a wall. And that wall keeps us, it's a way to protect us, it's a self protection mechanism, but it keeps us from being able to fully engage people in this environment and therefore fully learn. So if I can't fully engage with you, I'm not going to take risks. I'm not going to learn with the people around me. And that's foundational to coaching, right? Coaching is a right. back and forth learning conversation. It's a learning relationship. So, you know, psychological safety, would you agree, Melody, is just foundational to our coaching? So, you know, I, I think that coaching is a hard job, but I think that being coached is even harder. Um, and one of the reasons for that is that <clears throat> there's a common misconception among educators that if you are a teacher and you have a coach, it's because there's something wrong with you. And that's just simply not true. We all need a coach at you know, one time or another. And um, the occasions when I have coaches come into my school, I always sign up for a session with them. Um, and another thing that makes it uh, difficult to be coached is that people are already coming into that situation with a sense of anxiety, maybe feeling a little intimidated. They're not sure how it's going to work. Um, and so it's really important to put that teacher at ease, help her to feel relaxed, help her to feel comfortable in the conversation. Um, so we're going to talk about some ways to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, and I, it really is more difficult, I think, to be coached or and I think the longer you've been in education, the harder that is, right? The more that we right. have a sense of, well, I should have it figured out by now. It's not just something for exactly. new teachers, struggling teachers, really everybody needs a coach. Coaches need coaches, right? So, right. Um, so, okay. So then let's dive in. Melody, is there an overarching principle here about 
um, supporting psychological safety or is it really a matter of identifying some specific behaviors that we as coaches can do? Well, I think it's both, Corey. I think the overarching principle is that the coach has to go into the relationship firmly believing and understanding in her mind that she's working with an adult educator um, who has had the courage to step up and say, I would like some assistance here. And that's really something to be admired and respected. And that's, that's really that overarching principle. Everyone wants to be respected. And if the coach is going into the relationship um, with a sincere belief in that, then the person being coached is gonna pick up on that pretty quickly. Um, and on the other hand, if the coach is going in with kind of a condescending attitude, like, you know, oh, you poor struggling thing, I'm here to like fix everything and make you all better, then the person being coached is going to pick up on that attitude too. And um, there's gonna be that wall that you talked about at the beginning between them. That relationship is always gonna be awkward. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know, makes me think of the bless your heart um, attitude that we have. <laughs> right? A bless your heart, let me help you. Uh, that doesn't really go over very well for making people feel like you're truly there to help them and be non-judgmental. Now I have a question. So you mentioned when we have someone who is self-enrolled in coaching, what about those who are a little bit more on the voluntold because because they're a new teacher and they're automatically enrolled or because their data is showing some gaps and an administrator has asked that person to be coached uh, does that change it at all i don't think it changes that principle that you go into the relationship respecting the person that you're coaching um, i think that you might talk to them in a different way. You might start out by saying, well, you know, I see that you, you have these goals here. Could you tell me about that? Like, how are you feeling about it? What do you think um, are some of your strengths? What do you think are some of the areas that you'd like to work on related to this goal? So you're trying to bring them in right away as a partner in that relationship. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You and I are the same, same person. Those are some of the same questions that I ask from handoff goals, as we call them here at Sydney. Um, talk to me about how you feel about these. What do you see as being most important for us to focus on together? So, so overall, just that respective professional, speaking professional to professional, that, that, that trust and autonomy for the individual is really powerful. Are there specific ways that we can express that that example that you just gave about you know how we might get started with a teacher who may not have elected to be coached. that's a great one any others um well i'd also say that um you know that people as teachers we tend to kind of be involved in our own little world in the classroom but really we're all working on the same stuff so whatever goal the teacher has to, to recognize that thousands of other teachers across the country are thinking about the same thing, are struggling with the same thing, are working on the same thing, so that, you know, it's not that you are an awful person because, you know, you're, you would like to improve in this particular area. We're all working on improving um, all the time. And sometimes, um, since I'm fortunate enough to be in a classroom myself right now, I can say, 
oh boy, you know, like if you and I can solve that problem, we're going to make our million bucks or, you know, kind of say, we're in this together. And I have maybe some tips and some ideas that could help you, but I don't want you to think that I've got this figured out and that I'm, you know, the queen of, of education in here. I love that. Yeah. Um, definitely that we're, we're all working towards getting better and that vulnerability definitely is, is some good stuff. It, it, I, talk to me a little bit more about that. So, you know, what else can we do to help teachers make it feel like we're coming to them with empathy, not sympathy, with authentic um, the authentic desire to support them and not being there as evaluative or bless your heart or any of those things. Right. Um, well, I think um, some of the things that a lot of coaches try to do are to give some honest, focused praise because, you know, the, anyone, whether they feel like they're struggling or not, needs to have that recognition for things that they're doing well. And particularly if a teacher believes that she's struggling, to know that, well, there are some things that I'm doing right. You know, there's some things that I do well. Like I have some strengths here. Um, that's, that's important, I think, to recognize those things. And um, also, and I struggle with this a little bit because I tend to be very goal-directed as a coach. Like we've got these goals, we have a certain amount of time, come on, we got to get to it. And, you know, um, I need to remind myself to just take a, a couple minutes at the beginning and at the end and just talk with the person as a person, you know, teacher to teacher, person to person. How are your kids? Um, you know, how did that ball game go the other night? You know, do I hear your dog barking there in the background? I love dogs. And, you know, so that you're <clears throat> taking just a minute or two to recognize that they have a life outside the classroom too. Yeah, I love that idea. And, you know, it reminds me of a really great question um, that I love to start with for the past, I don't know, maybe five years. So I read the this book about um, questions that you can ask. It was actually just kind of in coaching in general, not just educational coaching, but it's from a box of crowns. I'll put the link in the comments below. I'm trying to remember the name of that book. I remember it was a blue and yellow cover. Um, but the first question that it recommends you start with is what's on your mind, especially if it's kind of a standing meeting. I'm meeting with this teacher every Thursday for a coaching conversation just starting with what's on your mind. Um, and you may get something that's not at all related to education. Hopefully you do for you to be able to connect. But the book talks about how important that is for that person to be able to kind of share with you, you know, gosh, I'm really frustrated or I've got this happening at home. And then you can really kind of use that as a lens to kind of work towards if you are more goal driven and let's get the work done kind of person to see when you need to maybe pull back just a little bit and um, be with that person as a person for a moment. So I love starting with that question. Um, I love asking and what else or, you know, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for me kind of at the end? And and then bringing back in that personal element. Those are some really, really great tips. So anything else that you'd like to add as some closing thoughts for our conversation today about supporting the psychological safety and kind of building that rapport with our teachers? 
Well, I, the only other thing I think I'd like to say is that I think it's important as a coach to have the vulnerability to be inspiring. And to me, it takes, it takes a little bit of like a certain kind of courage to look a stranger in the eye and say, you know, your job is critically important. Think of the impact that you're gonna have on those, those students. What would they do without you? Um, and you know, you realize that you can be the thing that changes their life for the better forever. To say those kind of things to a stranger is a little bit difficult. It can sound kind of corny or sort of, I don't know, just geeky, I guess, a little bit. But I think it's important to um, speak to the, the deepest desires of a professional's heart and say, I recognize that you have the best of intentions and the most honorable um, the, the most honorable intentions, I guess, for your student, and I'm going to help you get there. Yeah, man, I love that. I really do like that, and I'm all about a little bit of corny, a little bit of awkward. That's just who I am. I embrace that wholly, but uh, yeah, we we aren't all in this for the money, right? So, uh, right, exactly. To our greater purpose. I love that. Thanks again for joining us today, Melody. I really always love our conversation. I do too, Corey. I got a good tip from you. I'm going to steal the thing about what's on your mind. So thanks a lot. Yeah, tell me how it goes. All right. I, I will. Tune in next week for another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show.